and welcome to episode 2, series 2 of Polonium Piano Player Podcast. You know, when I was a child I used to have a stammer, and trying to say my name was really hard to do. Derek Conlon. It doesn't really roll off the tongue though. Actually, that just reminded me of a time I was working at a piano bar, and this big elderly gentleman, an American guy, came over to me, and he asked me my name. And I said, it's Derek. Jerry, he said. Derek, I said. Terry? Derek. Eric? Yeah, that'll do, Eric. But that's the thing, you know, if you have a cool name to begin with. You see, like a name like Jensen Button. He just had to be a racing driver. I mean, it was either that or an astronaut. The Pope? Well, it just had to be the Pope. But that's not really his name. It's, it's a title, isn't it? But sometimes the name doesn't fit the job. Gordon Ramsay sounds like a like a Scottish shepherd. Have you seen Satan or sound of Ramsay's sheep recently? And up in the hills far away you hear Ramsay's voice echoing down the valley. Sheep get the Anyway, Spartacus. Now there's a name you don't hear too much of these days. Spartacus Conlon. Nah. You see, everybody in my family is forever changing their names. I've no idea why. My father's name was John and everybody called him Ted. And my mother's name is Anne and everybody calls her Pat. They may as well have called me Rover, as I was going to change my name anyway. And we had a dog called Wendy. But seeing as I'm a musician, I used to think my name held me back. And I changed it a couple of times over my younger years. I used to live in a place uh, in Belgium, in the capital actually, in Brussels. And the street I lived on was called Lindenstraat. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, what a name. Derek Lindenstrat. But with a Y. L-Y-N-D-E-N. Mm. And the winner for the best song goes to Derek Lindenstrat. Well, it kind of worked for me back then. But even my birth certificate has a different name in it. But that's a totally different question. I'll never get to the bottom of that one. But anyway, this is getting us nowhere. I'm starting to sound like Joe Biden. What am I doing? I'm just filling in life as I wait for something better to happen. Now, every year I start to write a Christmas song. It might sound simple enough, but there are so many cliches. The snow falling, children playing, turkey and tinsel, Santa and reindeers, all the ingredients for the Christmas song. But I'm always looking for that new angle. There seems to be like a, a dozen Christmas songs that are resurrected every year. You can just ask all those shop workers out there, they will tell you. George Michael, John Lennon, Elton John, Mariah Carey. I did write one a few years ago, but I have no idea where it is now. So this year, I will try again. I think if John Lennon wrote um, War Is Over today, it might be kind of a, And so this is Christmas, and what have you done? Nothing. So here we are again in the middle of Lockdown Light Part 2, the sequel. Will this be the last one? I'll tell you one thing, the world does seem to have a lot of patience. The waiting game. Now I know there's frustration and people are going bananas, myself included now and then, but it's great to know that the majority of people seem to be optimistic. And there will be an end to it soon, hopefully. But when is the absolute question? Now I applied for another job as a parcel delivery man, seeing the Avon lady didn't work out for the Christmas period. 
and he asked me for a CV or a resume, whatever you call it, and that was kind of hard to write as all my life has been about music. But I can drive a van, I have a cell phone, I can read GPS and I think I'll get on with people. But will it be enough? I asked myself. Well, let's wait and see. And Sean Connery passed away a few days ago. And the first time I met Sean was at the... Sean, Jesus, you hear me? Was at the Pavilion Restaurant of the Grosvenor House. He came in for dinner with his son, Jason. And I was trying not to look over, you know, as were many of the diners. But I was thinking to myself, I wonder what kind of music he might like to hear. So I played a very gentle version of Flower Scotland and was glimpsing over in between the notes and at his table, but no reaction, you know, nothing at all. I don't even know why I was playing a Scottish song. And then suddenly it dawned on me, of course, the James Bond theme. He's going to love that one. So I began playing it and uh, I looked over and the look he gave me back was priceless. It was a kind of cross between Scottish anger and dumbstruck. It was just a big mistake because now all the attention was diverted to him and it must have been the shortest version of the theme song ever. But I was young and foolish and it was an early lesson learned. You know, for some celebrities, they're, they're just there to have a bite to eat and um, just leave them alone. But there you go. Okay, time for a song. This one's called An Empty House. So quiet the morning Only a songbird breaks the spell What will today bring Without you here it's hard to tell So long has passed by Where did time go an empty house An empty home A summer's evening White wine and thoughts of you Still deep within me All my feelings, they hide the truth so long has passed by Where did time go? An empty house An empty home Sunset as daylight takes its leave, a fading vision. I turn, but it's just me, and I am grieving. I love that's past, a heart that's broken. 
in a life so dark So long has passed by Where did time go? An empty house Is not a home Always good to start with a nice happy one, huh? And joining me today are two very good friends of mine who I met for the first time last year when we were all cruising together. But just to clarify that, cruising on a cruise ship and not cruising around a dark park late at night. It wasn't that type of cruising. Always important to set the right opening scene, isn't it? Paul and Catherine, thank you so much for joining me today. Let's start with an easy one. How are you both? Oh, uh, well, you want to go first, Paul? Well, thank you very much, Catherine. Well, we're pretty good, uh, Derek, actually. Like I say, we're, we're in, uh, as you know, we're in um, uh, lockdown at the moment, but, um, you know, uh, try, trying to make it an opportunity rather than um, it's some, some, something different. So we're uh, we're on with different projects, aren't we, Catherine? Yeah, I got Christ-a-tunity, I think, was the coin, uh, the term coined on The Simpsons once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been, um, I've been crafting away, actually. I, I set myself a week to learn how to crochet in bits and pieces and um, no expert but I've been making a few uh, making a few things and it's uh, it's been nice well that's good to hear I've never tried it myself but if this lockdown lasts much longer you never know so tell me you've both worked on the Queen Mary 2 cruise liner were you on board um, when this virus happened where yeah um, we actually left the Queen Mary 2 in January of this year okay um, and we were due to go back in March, we were due to fly out to South Africa, and um, yeah, that's that's when it all it, that's when it all went wrong. <laughs> it all hit the fan, as they say, huh? I met a lot of famous people on the Queen Mary too. It's like a taxi service for the rich, isn't it? Is there anyone you met on board that you've really admired? Um, uh, I was um, I was super thrilled to meet uh, George Takei on Queen Mary too. That is very strange. He must live there. I met him as well. Hmm. <laughs> no, I think we were just both very lucky. Um, That's Mr. Zulu from Star Trek. It, it is, yes, among other things, of course. Actually, just remind me of a story. I'm going to be quick about it. They have a passenger drill on these ships, which everybody must attend prior to sailing. The crew have to demonstrate how to put on a life vest, that type of thing. And I just happened to be standing next to George's table. Oh, yeah. George, huh? As if he was a long-lost friend. Anyway... When it came to the time when guests had to put on their own life jackets, I noticed he was kind of struggling with his. And I remember thinking to myself, this is Mr. Zulu, and he flies the Starship Enterprise, and he can't even put on his life jacket. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so anybody else? Well, um, 
it's it's it was actually uh, very interesting. I mean, the Queen Queen Mary too. They, I mean, it's it's they get so many um, prestige events. They had the the uh, premiere of the Greatest Showman. Oh yes, on a few years ago. Now we, we didn't really see anybody from a distance, but um, uh, recently actually, this is a bit of a plug actually. It sounds like a but um, go on. Um, Meryl Streep was on uh, in August uh, with um, Stephen. Um, what's his name? Last year. Last year, of course. Oh, it's last year now. Stephen, last year. Um, <laughs> but they were the 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 film that they they were feature. They were, sorry, they were filming a um a movie on the ship, and it's called Let Them All Talk, and it's actually out this December. I sound like an advert now. You are this December on HBO Max. Um, but she was actually in the muster station, and uh, they were filming in the muster st- all over the ship. So it's it's actually interesting how these. These um these like floating hotels have bec- they become a film set a premiere you know a premiere mm-hmm. um people like David Garrett the violinist were, were kind of charted the okay. ship for a couple of days there Roger McGinn was on from the Birds and he did like an, an acoustic set you know so um I'm trying to think of else um, of course oh don't worry about it Paul it's okay um how about a change of subject songwriting you're both songwriters yeah Paul much more so. Me, I've dabbled, but Paul's actually recorded his own songs. So. Okay. Well, Doug, you give me some kind of good ideas, Catherine. We kind of, we kind of um, conglom- conglomerate. Is that the word? Co- Combine. Collaborate. Collaborate. I think that's what it. you're looking for. Yes, yeah, so you've got to be careful with those glomerates, huh? Yes, we'll we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but it's it's. I mean, what about? I was going to ask yourself, uh, Derek, about song about your songwriting. Oh, the tables have turned. I've been interviewed. I better get my makeup on. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> anyway, to be honest with you, Paul, I've been writing songs since, uh, probably since I was 16 years of age. And one of these days I might actually finish one, you know. But songwriting, it's a big subject, you know. And I tend to write about what I know, which is not a lot really. And sometimes the songs just come to you, you know. It's, uh, and this week, for example, I'm, I'm writing a Christmas song and it's so cheesy. It's actually good. It keeps me awake at night. But I remember I used to send my songs to record companies and they'd write back to me telling me, the song is good, you know, but it's not great. But it just seems to be, you know, a, a lifetime thing for me. It's always been there. And I really, really, above everything else, I'd love to have some success with it more than anything, to be honest with you. Anyway, this is all getting a bit too serious. Moving on. And what do you like to write about, Paul? What subjects? It's very tempting to write about all things, you know, like a pandemic at the moment. But I've kind of kept away from all that type of thing. Um, however, uh, b- before that, before that was, it was quite a while ago now, I did write a song called The Apocalypse Has Been Cancelled. And this, I wrote that in two thousand. A catchy title. Yeah, well, it is. It is kind of. It's kind of almost like a George Formby type of song. I don't normally write those songs, but um, the the chorus goes. Um, this was two thousand and fourteen. I think I wrote this. Um, it was about the Mayan calendar because I thought with the Mayan calendar, I thought you know it was supposed to end in two thousand and twelve, and I thought, well, what happens if they found another page? I said, oh, we hang on. Used coming in, we've got another thousand years to live. So the chorus goes, the apocalypse has been cancelled. We've found the other page. Due to a clerical error, the human race is saved, and it's kind of very catchy we, indeed. Well, with the world we live in, it's kind of it, it's kind of a bit like that because everything's kind of definitive, and we, we've got this and we've got that. But what happens if somebody comes in? Oh, we've just found the other page, and there's you know there's uh, there's some more information. So songwriting can be. I think simplicity is really important in songwriting. I think. I mean, yeah, I think you just hit the nail on the head there. To be honest with you, you know, there, there is no there is no right or wrong in music. I think it it maybe theoretically, but um, you know, it's a. I mean, some people like Pavarotti, some people like Johnny Rotten. You know, they're both singers. Um, uh, you wouldn't want to hear Johnny Rotten sing Labo M, and you wouldn't sing 
you want Pavarotti to, Pavarotti to sing uh, Pretty Vacant. Well, you know, maybe you need to. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I think maybe I, I might enjoy that. Well, that could be a clonglomeration. Oh, back to clonglomerates again. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Catherine, what about yourself? For me personally, I've been... I, I've been retraining, but I've been retraining in another creative art. I've been retraining um, as a voice artist, as voice artist and voice actor. Um, so I've uh, I've had a couple of acting gigs this year. So I've, ironically, I always wanted to be an actor. And this year, in all this madness, I've done more acting than singing. Um, I understand, yeah. And that's, that's a really positive thing, you know. I think we're all trying to do the things that we never had time to do before. Did I just hear a dog barking? A dog. Did I hear a dog? Barking? Oh, sorry. Yes, we have two in the house. Actually, they no. That's okay. Don't be sorry. That's okay. Uh, no, just a, walk. Yeah. Do they do, do they want to say anything? Are they are they going to keep quiet? Or? Well, the, the, they might come the, on and go. It's, it's just, Let's have it's a bark. Just part of a bark recital in the middle of at the moment, Derek. <laughs> oh, bit of classical, bit yeah. of bark. Ah, yeah. bark. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> you own Sebastian Bark. There's a new name for you. <laughs> And has 2020 changed much for you, Paul? I was cleaning caravans a month ago, you know, and I was, I was, yes, yeah, I was enjoying yeah. it. I'll just give you a funny uh, thing, actually, with this, because um, basically, I mean, we we met in a caravan park 18 years ago. Um, we were at, we um, did. Okay. Just in Weymouth. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were in the band there. We were playing in the band, and then 18 years ago, uh, that, so 18 years further forward, um, uh, the the only interview I could get at the, t- at the time was... Uh, cleaning caravans which is fine there's nothing wrong with that but um so no, I'm, no. I'm in a caravan cleaning and i'm on my own in there so i, I can have, have bluetooth speaker and stuff so i developed a taste for a band called septic flesh from greece and they're 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 they're, okay. they're, a, they're a ballroom band that <laughs> <laughs> ballroom metal yeah they're, they're they're really heavy 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 metal but it's this is like Johnny Rotten and Pavarotti all over yeah, it's, again. Well, it's it's one of those things. So <laughs> if you you never know what years are going to bring. Because if you said to me in January or February when when we saw you on the on the the Black Watch, the, I'd be cleaning yes, caravans yeah. to septic flesh in August. <laughs> I really wouldn't have thought. I think we have a song there, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you know, <laughs> we got the opening they, line. They've got a full orchestra and a choir and a child's choir. Actually, actually, it's it's incredible music. Um, but it's 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 good good music to clean caravans too. Paul, I'm absolutely dumbstruck. I've nothing to say to that. Except, guys, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I've really appreciated it. It's been lovely to talk to you as well, you know. I know it's under pressure with the podcast, but um, we'll have a chat after this is finished and we will meet up as soon as we're all allowed out. Thanks for having us today. Yeah. My pleasure. Nice to talk to you. Likewise, you take so care of each other. All the very best to you. What a lovely couple, Paul and Catherine Garthway. Thanks, guys. And that brings me to the end of this episode. I do hope you enjoyed it, and I do hope you will get in touch with me again through Facebook or Twitter. I'll be back soon with another dose of Polonian Piano Pair podcast real soon. Thanks again for listening, and have a great life today.